Hey everyone, welcome to the Sneaker History Podcast, where we dive into the people, stories, and iconic moments that have helped make sneakers a global phenomenon. If you've ever told someone that you like their kicks, then you're in the right place. Before we lace up this episode, here's a little teaser for you. Stick around to the end of each episode for the last shot question. It's a chance to test your sneaker knowledge and engage with our community. I've also recently started a newsletter to share my knowledge from nearly two decades of experience working in the footwear industry. You can find the link to that below or go to sneakerhistory.com slash newsletter for a weekly deep dive into the biggest topics in the sneaker business. All right, now that the business is taken care of, grab your favorite pair of kicks and let's get started with the episode. Jordan trying to shake off Starks. Oh, what a move! Against Gill, the crowd on its feet. Allen for the win! Welcome to the Sneaker History Podcast. What up, what up, what up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Sneaker History Podcast. I'm not Fred Durst, but I'm trying my best to look like him. I'm sitting here with my guys, Roa and Mike. Sans Nick. It's, it's, it's been a long day. It's been a long week in America, yeah. most likely. I'm going to put week in there. So uh, he's getting some R&R. But we're very excited to have everybody here. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you like and subscribe to our channel. It really helps a lot. There's a Discord. There's a whole bunch of fun stuff. But I'm going to quit jabbering. How are you two doing? I, I'm all right. I mean, if you guys look in the video, it looks like I've been punched in the face because my sinuses are kicking the actual crap out of me with all these weather changes. So um, other than that, I'm, I'm, I'm living, man. <laughs> As you say that, it's just like hard not to read your shirt and the ah. Fun fact is that this is a so this is a, from the Dragon Ball collection of the Uniqlo. Oh, so it's trunks at the bottom, and uh -huh. my wife has the other one that says Fusion with Go Go Ten on it. Yeah, exactly. So we stand next to each other, it does the whole little dance. So it's awesome. freaking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so it's more of a ha than a yeah. Ah. <laughs> well, I saw Phil right now. I was just ah. I think that's how we're all feeling. Uh, yeah, <laughs> another day in sunny paradise here in Portland. Oregon. Oh, 2020 just extended. Ro, it's lying when he says that because it's definitely not sunny. I went to go take the <laughs> trash out and it rained all over me. And I was just like, I'm going to wear socks anyway and sandals. Like, whatever. Like, no big deal. Idiot. No, I'm part of, <laughs> I'm part of that sockless brethren, and I get sock shamed by my wife all the time. Like, Please what? do it. Does she sock shame you for not wearing them in the house? or? No, just out and, out and about in the house. Because I have historically cold feet. She has likened them to that of a morgue. And so I was like, okay. Oh. I, I try to, yeah. Man. But, That's harsh. Give your I, I thought love. you get cold feet before you get married, not after. And there's my dad joke of the week. Thank you, everybody. Boom, there it is. That was A1. Dude, that was really, really good. It was good. Um, Can't be mad at that. No, I mean, so so then do you not wear... I'm confused. So then do you not wear socks around the house because you have cold feet, or you do wear socks everywhere because you have cold feet? I was a bachelor. I would never wear socks out and about, and it's a gross habit, and I've tried to rectify it. But there are times where I'm just like, I'm too lazy. And she goes, it's raining outside. You're wearing flip-flops. I was like, yeah, you're right. And then nah. I'll go upstairs and I'll put socks on. She goes, that's not what I was talking about. Oh, my so, God. Yeah. It you're, takes a village. You're like Mike's son. We're like, go put real shoes on. He's like, Spider-Man slip-ons. No, like, real shoes. Spider-Man slip-ons. <laughs> <laughs> what are those Jordans that we just bought? Put those on. <laughs> Something. 
Um, I mean, speaking of stuff you just bought, Mike, what have you uh, what have you been rocking and uh, what have you been costing? Soon to be sponsored uh, by Miller Lite. Just kidding, but uh, <laughs> one day. Hey man, a cold Miller Lite sounds good at this point. Uh, so rocking, I guess, in honor of this LeBron uh, poll that we're gonna talk some more about later. I threw these out for the grocery store. I mean, it matched my shirt too, so I had. Man, to. so if I say I see you with the exact matching blue. Matchy, matchy, son. And I jumped on that Air Max 90 train after we had our uh, discussion with Chris and Drew from Wear Tester. They just kind of made me feel bad for not having them. So I had a gift card and I pulled the trigger on them. And I have to say, these are going to get destroyed. I'm going to wear them so much. Was it your Nike gift card? Hells yes. The one yeah. that uh, they told me no one the Grinches. I said, okay, fine. I'm going to buy something else. Man, you, you were just incapable of keeping shoe money in your pocket you're like i'm gonna get it right now i'm gonna get it right now <laughs> i say that with awful. love i'm kidding completely awful i i was like oh i can save it Mm-mm, no it's a fax it was burning a hole in my pocket to your to your um point though i guess in your defense sneakers doesn't allow you to use gift cards so you can't like input information if you went on a draw but mm, you can Ooh, you can oh spit game like you so you have to preload them oh. preload them so you can go into your payment option, preload the gift card, because I was seriously, because when you go to it, it says however much money in a little mm. Nike check plus how much you owe credit card wise. So I was sitting there waiting. I'm like, oh, 30 bucks for the Kobe's. Click. And I got okay. the middle finger from Nike. I thought that, you so. could not because I always buy, like, let's say I have a gift card and I get a nice pair of shoes. I hit on sneakers. I'll go to the outlet and I'll return them and buy them mm-hmm. back. Um, I'll. I was always thinking about doing that too, but no, they they made it to where you can preload now. Golf clap. Yeah. From the audience. Very nice. Rowett, how about you? Uh, I left my Liverpool LeBron nines downstairs, but that's what I'm rocking. And I think they're about to be retroed again. And that's a great shoe. It's a very simple shoe. I think it goes well with your outfit, Robbie, as well as it did mine. So I'll go with that. The Liverpool nine lows. Yeah. With the red and the green, yeah. I kind of think of like I'm colorblind, so like sea foam kind of on the collar, like in the on the yes, lining. That's the one. Mm-hmm. Beautiful shoe. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have Fernando the magic gym shorts. Um, it's funny we were talking about cats and pets earlier. Those gym shorts have been made into scratching posts. Like the 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 thigh area are just all scratched up from cats kneading on me, pivoting <laughs> off me, just being general dicks. So it's like, yeah, I, th- that's a great shoe, and I have the shorts. <laughs> I don't have the shoes anymore. But I, I'm like Mike. I had the fit. I didn't have the T-shirt with the matching shoes. I had the matching shorts with the shoes. I didn't even so know could... there were matching shorts. So now I'm in. But you guys can do the fusion dance and have it everything. So if you we fusion, you got it all together. <laughs> that'd be, that'd be fantastic. But what's on your radar then? Anything you're looking to cop? I actually like the look of the Kylian Mbappe LeBron chosen two releases. I'll give it a shot. It's sneakers, so your guess is as good as mine if we're going to hit. But it's got kind of a watch the throne element to it, and which is interesting because, in a way, Jay-Z and Kanye are the chosen two, or at least if you ask them, they are. So that's my pick. They are. That's still probably the best album of all time. Nice. Uh, that's that's not a true statement. I'm trying to start stuff with that statement, but it's that good. Um, that's the soccer player, right? <laughs> yes. And there's a LeBron mm-hmm. cleat with oh, his cleat with LeBron's logo on the back heel also. Correct. And I'm surprised. It's which profile? Oh, yeah. Was that? 
they switched profile pictures today in honor of their collaboration. So if you look at LeBron's, it's Mbappe. If you look at Mbappe's, it's LeBron's. So picture. I don't know soccer. Is Mbappe super big? I'm guessing he's super big to do something with LeBron. Mm-hmm. He, oh, okay. He's won the World, World Cup. Cup. He's kind of the next one up. Whenever Messi and Ronaldo mm-hmm. ride off into the sunset, the thought is Mbappe is going to be the next guy that we're all going to be captivated by. So okay. it's a good way to anoint somebody as the chosen one or the chosen second if you are the chosen one. So once again, LeBron, good job. And then the rumors are always speculating that by this collaboration, it means Kylian Mbappe is going to come to Liverpool, which is the team that LeBron owns. So. Always try to read between the lines, guys. That'd be cool. Um, That's a good LeBron the business man. Just hand in everything. <laughs> I'm gonna keep that LeBron chain rolling. I've just been around the house stomping, and it's it's funny because I don't even do nothing in them. I, I rock them this late, um, this loose. I know Nick likes loose lacing for ease of entry, so to speak. Um, so I've just been doing that. This is a gorgeous shoe. There's factory defects all over it. Must be real. So it must be real. But I don't care. I mean, like, <laughs> once 2021 20, is popping at some point, maybe 2022 is popping. I'm thinking 2022 at this point. I've given up on 2021 as a play. Day. And I don't care if there's a glue stain here or there because I'm going to mess them up. So um, need not worry. I will say. I am a flat-footed size 12, and they are a little tight. Um, they're also 0% broken in because hmm. I've done no real activity in them. I literally just sit on the couch with them on my feet. So there's and there, there's somebody on StockX trying to sell this shoe as dead stock doing the same thing. That's how unbroken in they are. I'm just, I'm just not petty like that, hey. trying to flip a worn around the house shoe as dead stock. You can't sell that one, though. That's just one of the ones you keep. I mean, there's certain... Can't get rid of it after a while, but that one that's gonna hang around forever. Oh, hundred percent. Because in Nick's interview with Russ, Russ was saying you can like justify keeping any pair of shoes. You could be like, "All right, do these have meaning? Yeah. Would I wear them? Yeah." So that by those two mm-hmm. bases, you could just say I'm gonna keep them. But then the follow-up question needs to be, "Will I wear mm-hmm. them?" So like these. We'll yeah. never leave for what you just said, you know, all those great reasons are classic and everything, but like they will not leave because I will wear them. And some things in like, I look in the closet, I have like, I think I have like 14 pairs of dead stock shoes in the closet right now. On DSM, according no, to Russ. because they're all commodities now and I don't like that. So, but I, I'm not just keeping them. No, because he said like, <laughs> he's right. If you're just sitting on dead stock shoes, they have no story. Mm-hmm. There's no storytelling to a brand new pair of shoes. Yeah. So it doesn't hurt when you so let them go. It's not through lack of trying. Just the whole year of uh, being inside has kind of kept me from wearing all these shoes. So True. True. There's aspects I'll go by that. Those, You're right. Maybe I'll go on a buying freeze, but also my next statement is I'm going to buy the UNLV dunks. So Yeah, I was like, I believed you 0% when you said going um, to buy No, because I just actually bought the Air Max, up, uh, Air More Up Tempo. Uh, the black and white ones off of a random restock I saw online. I've been on the hunt for easily a month and a half for that shoe, though. Like, I've been waiting impatiently. Every time I see a post saying they're in stock here, I go to click on it. My 12 to 13 is gone. So over and over and over again, it happened. Patience finally paid off. We we discussed it in the Discord. Um, a couple of our members were talking about, you know, the marginal... Uh, 
marginal gains off of this off of like a thirty dollar over retail sale on StockX, yeah. and and the air more up tempo yeah. is that exact shoe. It's like one hundred and seventy five bucks, which is only fifteen dollars over retail in a size twelve. So it's not. But when you look That's at fees bad. and shipping. Oh yeah, correct. Two hundred twenty dollars. I that never pulled like... the trigger, comma. I don't want to support StockX, but waiting. I paid fifteen dollars in shipping yeah. to this nice boutique in New Jersey. So one Wait, five fifty dollars in shipping. Um, no. Oh, I was like, I don't like what? Them you get them right now? Um, I, I also heard. 15. <laughs> I was like, well, if you like the shoe, go for 50. it. Fifteen. <laughs> um, but no, I'm supporting some people in New Jersey, a little boutique. Never heard of them. I'll keep looking at their website now because they have good selection. Um, if they have eggplant penny threes, I'll man, buy it, but I can't find a lot of good anywhere. stuff. So they're them. called um, Renarts, R E N A R T S, Renarts in New Jersey. Mm -hmm. Go check them out. Like Mike was saying, they got the, the penny threes, they have the Barclays in stock. Not a lot of sizes because people like me figure out that they're there. And they buy them, but um, a lot of good stuff. So if you're looking for cool things, check them out. Yeah. Um, maybe they'll have the UNLV Dunks, which is what I'm looking to cop. I really, really want that shoe. Um, I'll call upon the Discord Army to help me because I'm a Vegas kid. So you got to have the Larry Johnson throwback Dunks. So very, very clean shoe to me. Fair. But Fair. with that, I'll pass it over to Rowit for our review, Review Town. Thank review you, Town, everybody. population one. Hi, everybody. Our review today comes from Slum Northwest. <laughs> and the title is Awesome Podcast. Thank you, Slum. And it says, hey, it's Slum Northwest from IG. I think it's cool that I've always learned something new listening to the Sneaker History Podcast and that you guys are always super positive. I get hyped up every time I hear that intro. Alan, for the win! Yeah! Worst impression ever. Faithful. Thanks for posting new episodes consistently <laughs> and multiple times a week. Also, Mike's YouTube channel is pretty awesome. Enjoyed watching a few episodes recently. Hey. I need to check out the Sneaker History YouTube channel as well, as should you, loyal listener. Much love. Keep up the informative, uh, informative, entertaining content. Well, thank you, Slum Northwest. I believe you're also on our Patreon and Discord, so you get a double thumbs up from me. Double thumbs. Six. Boom. Too short of a spider. <laughs> no, octopus. Spiders have more than eight, right? How many legs? I thought spiders I mean, also had eight. But no, I mean, this eight. is in tarantula right, history. Cool. I'm sure somebody will educate us. I was just trying to cover my butt because inevitably like, this idiot doesn't know how many legs a spider has. No, I don't. Um, so we'll see. Um, I wish there was a cool way to segue spiders into... Our new, so this is going to be a news-focused episode, just so everybody knows. There's been mm -hmm. a lot of cool stuff going on. Um, the biggest and I think most fun one we're going to start out with is one I'm itching to talk about. I know Mike's itching to talk about. I know Ro is itching to talk about. And you guys are all itching to hear about. Yeah. So it's the LeBron vote back. Celebrating his fourth championship with the Los Angeles Lakers. They're bringing back a LeBron retro from the past. I believe they're all samples. Nothing to have ever released. And there are some colorful choices yeah. there. I'm going to keep, I want to hear every, maybe I'll start off to give you a second to think about it or pull the image back up. There's a lot of interesting uh, matchups in that bracket they have. And it's, it's one of four brackets. So think, think March Madness type deal. And one of them that has really made me think, am I wrong and the world's right? Or is the world right and I'm wrong? 
there was a matchup between the LeBron 11 Fairfax, which looks just like a tube of Carmax. It's like that silvery, gold, mm-hmm. yellow, whatever. Carmax, you use it for your lips and your butt, you know, yeah. or, or just your lips, whatever you use it on. Um, so <laughs> it was those against the Hollywood <laughs> classic mismatched LeBron 7s. I don't care if it was this the orange or just the blue or if it's just the blue suede, any variant of that shoe, I don't care. But the Carmax looking Fairfax 11s were beating the LeBron 7. Like, we just got the LeBron 7. We know how good that shoe has been in retro form. Why are you playing? No one likes the LeBron 11 except for me and like 40 other people. So my mind was blown because the LeBron 11 is a great shoe. I think I've had three or I've had four of them in my lifetime. It's a really good shoe. But if you ask me, hey, Robbie, you want a LeBron 7 or you want a LeBron 11? I'm going to take the 7 every single time. But in that colorway in particular, I would say is one of the more iconic LeBron looks on court ever. We've all seen those those throwback Cavs jerseys, yeah. those gorgeous orange Cavs jerseys with those gorgeous mm-hmm. shoes. So people are is the world tripping or am I tripping? You two tell me. But then I want to hear if any other matchup caught your eye. <sighs> So this has been a big divide through sneaker Twitter today. If you've been watching, there's like, I, I don't know if we call us older. I mean, we're seasoned, thirty one, sure. thirty two. Like, we're seasoned. There we go. We're we're seasoned. But you have people are seasoned and more seasoned. Like, oh no, only like certain ones. Then you have the newer people, like, oh, bright colors. And I can care less. I mean, you like what you like. What is what it is. But just like Robbie, I'm kind of just in a in kind of a limbo because there's certain things on here like I was in the kind of the same thought process as you about the the 11 and the, and the 7 like oh I haven't seen either one of these in real life I would love either one but I still gravitated to vote towards the 7 because I again 7 is one of my favorite LeBron models I like the 11 but I'm like mm-hmm. I'd rather the 7 any day of the week but same thing happened to me when it came to the uh the gold yes, watch the throne yeah. 9s and the Stewie Griffin threes. I was like, or Stewie Griffin sixes. I'm sorry. I'm like, okay. Um, one of them is literally just not real, and that's the Stewie Griffin. And we have watched the throne, the gold sample. Like, I ended up voting for the nine because I love the nine. That's one of my favorite LeBrons over the sixes. But I felt guilty afterwards because you I feel, know what that other dirty. one is. Like, it, 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 I felt terrible, dude. But, it's, this is a hard, hard deal, but all I know is that me making these hard decisions, I better get like a priority from Nike to at least make it feel like I can get one. Make me feel good for like a second. I thought this I will say Griffin. this. Go yeah, ahead, Rowan. I, I just got to finish no, that I was going to say, you and me both, Team sense. Stewie Griffin. I, I get the Watch the Throne elements. I get the Givenchy elements, but there's mm-hmm. nothing like that Stewie Griffin six or that cartoon six as they're calling it. And part of me, because we are in a country of conspiracy theorists, I think that there's some tomfoolery afoot because there's no way that shoe is losing that badly to oh, the yeah. nine. They're both beautiful shoes. And I wonder, is this mm-hmm. Nike just kind of saying, well, we offered it to you guys, but you guys didn't want it bad enough because I think BS, I think they purposely stacked the deck on this particular matchup because there are some other shoes on here that they're a nice shoe, but why are they allowed a chance to move on as opposed to two? One of these shoes is cannon fodder and it's a damn, damn shame because these two shoes are top three for me and they're already in one matchup. So Mm -hmm. I voted for the Stewie's 
I'm sure the nines are going to end up winning this because as I was perusing sneaker Twitter, that seemed to be the people's favorite. The one that I most like yeah. and now I will be rooting for because I don't think the Stewies are going to get through would be the ring ceremony PE LeBron tens. When I first saw that shoe, there was just certain brilliance of that gold. That's not properly conveyed in this illustration. It's a solid illustration. I don't want to take anything away from it, but seeing that shoe in person is what made it such a attractive proposition and it's truly befitting of a king so that's the one i'm rooting for now at this point that's how you do a championship shoe yeah. uh, ring ceremony whatever you want to call it it's so rayon nice. had some really nice ones i would argue that that lebron 10 is the best looking ceremony ring ceremony shoe um just to finish off that stewie griffin mm-hmm watch the throne bashing we're doing that's not even the best watch the throne shoe the black one's way better like the black one is better but i just want a chance to get a one crazy. of them without paying so what's wild is money. i have friends that don't work at nike who have i've seen a good amount of these shoes in person just on people's feet just because like for example the lebron yeah. three glow in the dark um, my friends had that for like four years like they almost put that in production like that that almost really happened. The LeBron two animal almost really happened, and then they don't. Mm-hmm. So, um, like Mike, you were just saying, to have an opportunity to get one of these shoes at a price that doesn't require lubrication is just nuts. Like, you, you gotta, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I think at this point, I mean, whatever is the victor for I say ninety eight percent of the shoes are listed here, mm-hmm. we're gonna try to get. Only one I really felt like was trolling, and maybe not so much. Maybe just in comparison to the colorways, just just the oomph behind it all. But the matchup of the LeBron 8 V2, that 1-8-2011 PE, and then the Purple Suede Zoom Generation. I, Me personally, again, the Purple Suede Zoom Generation, I thought would be the winner. Like, it is getting crushed right now by the 8 V2. V2. And yeah. really... I'm, I mean, I just saw LeBron wear that that Zoom Generation one time, and I was blown away. I'm like, like, when are we getting that? I thought it was going to come out a couple of years back when they were really pushing pushing that shoe, and that purple suede just looks fantastic. I've seen the 8v2 in person. That's why. It's like that shoe is freaking ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but so, like, I'm okay. a LeBron crackhead. Like, I brought this up early in the podcast. I literally do not count sheep when I can't sleep. I count top 25 LeBron samples I would have if I have the opportunity. To. I'm not kidding. Like I literally go through LeBron like countdowns in my head at like one in the morning when I can't sleep. So it's like, I don't care. <laughs> I'd be like, ah, shit. Um, would be the South Beach 15, just because I have a pair of 15s and they're cool, but the other ones are cooler. And the CarMax 11s. Yeah. Those are, they're, they're okay. I mean, like, again, I would happily take them. But in that same breath, we had the um, Fairfax, the Bronze 7s, and a lot of people wanted that sample when it was unobtainable. Then when it came out, nobody bought it. So just an example, like that one particular that um, I'll keep coming up with CarMax, even though there is a CarMax, I want to say it's a CarMax LeBron 10. Yeah, it's 10 or 9. Yeah, it's 10. Um, yeah. they, look, they look like shiny Carmax to me. So like those LeBron people they are. <laughs> would probably be like, oh yeah, they're bringing that back, and then you'd be able to get sizes of it still. Collecting dust on, but house you can't shows. go wrong. And this is just one. Let's put it this way: you have to have cannon fodder. We all like 
anime cartoons. You got to have people that die for the sake of the story. Naruto has to beat somebody like Zabuza. <laughs> Everybody likes Zabuza, but that fool had to go. So like, you got to hey, have those. Gotta go. Yeah, Krillin. Hey, Krillin. Yeah. Yamcha. <laughs> fetal, fetal, bro. Yeah, Chiaotzu for sure. Chiaotzu just <laughs> throws him out. Um, but the <laughs> LeBron awesome. 11s. I guess you would have thought the LeBron 8. Shoes, there has to be shoes in there that uh that have to go the way of the dodo bird. So interested to see how it goes. Yeah, but um, I don't know. It it's I'm super excited. I say I don't know with a with a shoulder shrug, but I am genuinely excited mm. for whatever releases. Super excited. Um, so excited. I'm gonna go learn something new. Yeah. I'm gonna go learn kung fu. So, Robbie, if you don't mind me oh, asking, when you are counting sheep, where do you start off with? So, what's number one in your LeBron player exclusives? Man, it's the um, it's either those nine whatthas or the ten whatthas. It changes every time I redo mm-hmm. it. Or the championship tens, the Gloria ones. I mean, there's there's a lot of ones. There's a lot of there's too many. I could just go pretty much all of the ten elites. Now. All the seven. They need to have the actual hardwood classics on here. The uh, blue suede with oh, the yeah. orange accents. That would have been. I mean, I, I guess Baker's can't be choosers at this point. The one twelve <laughs> uh, LeBron eight v two Miami Knights reverse Ooh. Miami Knights. Uh, the re- the reverse reverse cha- the reverse championship pack. The ten ten low where they flipped. You know the ten high. The ten elite high was red, and the ten low. <laughs> Was that kind of like foresty, whatever, Everglade type thing going on? Um, they flipped that to where the high top mm-hmm. had the green Everglade looking stuff and the low top was red. There's so many LeBron samples I want. Like if, uh, I don't know, if I was just like, if I was in a crane game and I could just like scoop up as many as I could, I don't care which one I get. Just let me, let me, let me hold one of them. Let me get a chance. Um so, yeah, one day. One day. Well, what's everyone's pick then with the predicted winner? Uh, woo. I'm predicting that the ten is going to win. That was the only one that had such a huge margin of victory. So just looking at the numbers, I mean, seventy three percent. And I actually like that green. I watch your green colorway. I love that three. Or I love the four. I'm sorry, but I think the ten is going to win. Robbie. Robbie. I'm gonna say the um, the Michael Jordan Hero Pack Seven, the black and red. People are gonna see bread. I I I would do it too. You see bread, and like, oh my god! And it's the um, the the um, NFW No Fly Wire, No Fly Wire it has that beautiful weave on it. Oof, it's so good. How about you though, Rowett? What would you want? I think whoever wins the Gold King Throne Cartoon PE battle, that'll be my pick. I just think. Good job, Nike. You've made me invested in this bracket that I thought I would have no investment in. Very, very true. Hey, make sure to share it. Do all the things that Nike wants you to do so you can feel even worse when you don't win. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Maybe, um, yeah, fingers crossed. But all right. So let's, let, let's pivot to some Kung Fu Panda. Uh, Reebok's dropping a clothing wow. collection along with a Zig Kinetica, Instapump Fury, and a club C. So two club. Yeah, there are two, two of them. So um, let's just go quick of the, th- of the four. Cause like you said, there are two club C's. 
which one is your favorite? The, the patchwork clubsy with like the, you know, the different mm -hmm. real earth tone colors. Favorite one by far. Come back to me, Robbie. Come back to it. I'm going to go with yeah. the Zig Kinetica. <laughs> I've, um, I've seen Drew wear them. I've seen the homie Noah wear them. Um, Stanley has a pair. Um, very interesting design. Um, and it's, it's a, it's a clean look. It's, it's Kung Fu Panda, but not, not too crazy of Kung Fu Panda. But I'm very interested in the model itself. So that's what's yeah. driving my interest. But I think Ro is really not feeling any of them. He's just like, ah. No, I'm really not. I'm trying to justify it. But I mean, I don't know. I, I guess I was more of a, I wouldn't say Kung Fu Panda. What, what was the DreamWorks movie? So maybe I don't soul just because of that damn New York Knicks joke that still gets me every time I think about it. If they had uh -huh. released New York Knicks player edition <laughs> from the Miss Dunk from that movie, whatever the shoe that gentleman was wearing, I would have picked that. Mm -hmm. Hey, do you? How about a, they have they good just, looking sweatshirts? You know where? Oh, the sweatshirts are fire, dude. I say the white sweatshirt is fantastic. I, I was like, look, yeah, I can wear that with anything, and it's I even black. Like, yeah, the black joggers oh, and the black sweatshirt. They look sweet. Yeah. It's a pretty good look. They've done a good job. Yeah, go ahead. With their No, so with their cartoon collaborations, like a lot of people just kind of go over too over the top. But when you look at their Tom and Jerry stuff, um, their stuff they did with Despicable Me, our minions, and now this, it's really done well to where it's wearable, but you still get that, oh, I know what it's from. Like if I bought or some you know someone sees it, oh I see the kung fu panda or so on and so forth. They they do it understated but really overstated at the same time. If that makes any yes, sense. Yes, it does. And the master Poe in front of the Reebok insignia, I love that. That was mm -hmm. that is clutch. Put that on a T-shirt. Put that on a beanie. I hope I got the character's name right. That is that tasteful collaboration as oh. we know it because we see the Reebok, we see the kung fu panda, and neither gets in the way of the other. The Instant Pump Fury is a little on mm -hmm. the over the deep end when when it, when it comes to subtlety. So three out of the four follow what Mike said. I, I well, the shoe itself is not crazy. just. I mean, of course. I mean, the Instant Pump Fury is always going to be crazy, but it's it, it's a little extra on the Instant Pump Fury. That'd be a hard rock. But I think the other three, you could definitely get away with that Connecticut in the gym, and you could definitely. Rock some blue jeans with that sweatshirt with the Club C's. I'm just a Club C fan, so I'll, I'll just I'll say that again. But that Insta Pump Fury is a tough wear. <laughs> gotta say, I'm like, oh, I oh my beer, I got this. But um, Reebok kills it in so many other ways. I mean, we've seen how the question's been doing, but I mean, Mike mm -hmm. can have firsthand testimony right now of how good the JJ Watt trainer is. But they've really owned that training CrossFit space. Nike has their Metcon trainer. I know Adidas has one. Drew was talking about it on um, his interview episode. I don't quite remember what the Adidas trainer is, but uh, Puma's getting into the, getting into the battle, entering the fight um, with their Puma Fuse, which is just like, it's yeah. so it's designed for stability. So they're marketing it as a shoe that has a really wide flat, like a really wide four foot base, not a lot of drop, so it's only like a, I believe an eight millimeter drop from toe to heel. Um, really durable mesh, yeah. focusing on that grip. It's supposed to have, a, I believe it's called as Puma Grip. <laughs> Not the most inventive name, but Puma Grip. Yeah. Um, I'll have a thing of Puma <laughs> Grip, Jenna. 
Um, when I when I hear it, I don't know why I think of Forrest <laughs> Gump, but I do. Um, Coma grip, grippy, flat, oh. stable. Has a good little heel clip in there. Durable mesh. It looks super futuristic. It it looks like, um, it looks What's like good? the the cast of Galaxy Quest might have designed this in a good way. That movie has some of the best set design there's ever been, but it's it's trying to enter the fray. And and do you think from looking at this shoe, it's it's priced very well. I think it's ninety bucks, so it's priced cheaper than the Nike. Correct. I don't know about the price compared to the JJ Watt, but it, it I think it's like ten bucks, 10 bucks cheaper. cheaper, maybe. So than a, than a ten bucks or twenty bucks cheaper than JJ. Um, competitively priced, good tech. Solid foundation. Where do you think this fits in? Are, are you interested in it in the gym training landscape? I am, for the sense of I, because that's all I can really do now is go to my apartment gym and work out at 5 a.m. when no one else is there. Uh, so it's nice to be able to test those kind of shoes out. But I think the biggest thing they're going to do is to have their, they need to get some kind of social media feeds of, you know, Neymar training in them. Uh, uh, Danny Green training in them. They need to get Kuz training in them to get these off the ground because if they're just going to put these in the store, you're going to find them at Puma Outlet for 50 bucks in the near future. They're going to have to really push it as they've been doing their basketball models because if they can get the right eyes on them, which puts them on feet, if they do as well as those basketball models, then I think you're going to see a lot more. They're going to actually really dive into this world more because I can't think of a time where I've really seen a Puma mm -hmm. trainer. I agree with that sentiment. The thing I will say, and I agree with you, Robbie, making the point that this is a very futuristic design. It's an understated futuristic design, which I think works for the shoe. Because usually when we think of a shoe being futuristic, there's something truly out there that we're all silently talking ourselves into of like, yeah, I kind of want to wear that. I'm interested to see what other colorways there are. The black and poppy is an interesting one, but... I'm with you as well, Mike, in the sense that who could be the guy or girl that puts this shoe on the spotlight? Because I'm looking through the Puma athletes right now, and Kuz is one, but Lewis Hamilton, Usain Bolt, Antoine Griezmann, Virat Kohli, who's an Indian cricketer, or Neymar. I think that's your play. And of all those sports, yeah. I think the training component is probably best seen with Usain Bolt, which that's not bad if you've got the world's fastest man backing your shoe. So it'll be interesting to see what the rollout is. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, I'm sure all, everybody who's listening, including you two here with me has had a moment where you're like, I know I've worked out in some probably shoes I shouldn't be working out in. And like, you've, you go to make a move or like, Oh, I'm gonna go jump on, I'm gonna go jump on the court or something. It's like, do some jumping, <laughs> you know, some aerobic warm up or something. You're, you're slipping all over the place. I'm interested to see how the Puma grip works. That's why I bring all that up. Cause like, that's, what's really important yeah. to me. I don't yeah, want to have heavy weights in my hand and have a banana peel moment, you know? So, uh, grip and stability yeah. really does mean a lot. When was the last time one of you wore a Metcon trainer? I've never worn one. Never owned one, man. I don't Jinx. think they're comfortable. It's been, it's been like four or five models since I tried one. So I bet you things have changed, but interesting that you both say, quick no and that's probably one of the best selling i see that shoes i see that shoe everywhere outside the gym the shoes everywhere very popular i am not a crossfit person i've always been like against crossfit because it's just mm -hmm. hurt your joints i mean and you know don't jump on me guys in the comments if you do crossfit nothing against you and there's no 
personally, I've like tried to do it and I've hurt afterwards in like the worst kind of ways. And then I've known people to hurt as well. So I'm traditional weightlifting and like running. And so I never had, I always associated that shoe with the, with CrossFit. Same thing with Reebok's CrossFit, CrossFit shoes. I associated with CrossFit, like uh, was like the nano uh, trainers. I associated with CrossFit, but the JJ Watt, I know who JJ Watt is. I know what he does. I associate with that traditional training. So that just, that talked to me more as opposed to the other sneakers. That's a whole different world. Like that CrossFit world is bananas. So it, it's just, you have that lifestyle and I, I don't live that. And I, I hope that they don't market it that way with the Puma shoe. I hope they do market it to where a wider span of people, because a lot of people will probably get intimidated. Like, Oh, I don't do CrossFit. I don't, mm. I don't want to buy that. True. No, but- it's exactly that. I think the only CrossFit type activity I've ever done was the Nike training club classes that were offered after work. Mm-hmm. And that was as good of a proving ground for the Metcon. But at the same time, it's always been in the back of my mind that I can't justify getting a Metcon or the Puma equivalent or the Adidas equivalent, because I'm just not about that life. And as CrossFit people are quick to tell you, mm-hmm. it is a very dedicated life. And yeah, I, I think the interesting point as well, Mike, is you saying that you have that attachment with J.J. Watt because I'm assuming Houston Texans fan and you understand the workload that he puts in. I try. It's that question of who can be that athlete that unlocks it because for Puma, I always think more of an international athlete than I would a domestic athlete that's based out of the States. Has to be. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you. You got to have the name recognition. It's like you got to have your Under Armour to Steph Curry or your LeBron James to Nike. Or, I mean, let's be real. I think, I mean, I think, I don't know soccer. Neymar is big enough to be Neymar and Puma. Like, he's definitely big enough. Yeah, this should have been Neymar's shoe. This, I think this should have been Neymar's, like, the Neymar trainer. Neymar. But, like, you, I, but it could have sold it. I mean, because, I, I mean, they're going to have boots. They're going to have mm-hmm. cleats for them. That, that's a given. But for those people who enjoy soccer but can't play soccer, this, this was the move mm-hmm. right here. Let's sell it with Neymar's name on it. They're not going to do nothing. Yeah, with they're that. not going to uh, oh, give okay. it a thousand whistles right off the bat. I think maybe if the shoe sec- sees a second or third iteration, then we see the Neymar mm. intro colorway that gets that heat and gets that hype. But for the time being, I think this is just a yeah. paper airplane that's flying through the air, and you just hope it lands where you want it to land and doesn't fall short. Mm-hmm. For sure. That makes no, sense. I, I brought up Steph and... And Under Armour, because he—I you know, I don't think Neymar is ever going to have a whole division. Puma's not big enough to have a whole division dedicated to an athlete. But um, Steph has been on a stupid tear, and I know I personally crapped all over the new Curry shoe, and still not my favorite model. But like my my enjoyment of it has gone up seeing him play good, and it, and it got me playing well, and it got me thinking. Like the reason why Michael Jordan's might not the reason, but a big reason why Michael Jordan's Michael Jordan in the shoe world is because he's done crazy shit wearing those shoes. Like Michael Jordan's done some mm-hmm. impossible things wearing Nikes, subsequently Air Jordans. So Curry and Under Armour by approximation is at its best when Curry's doing crazy crap on the basketball court. Cause like Fast. I watched that whole 62 point career high game. And he had these blue and white Curry 8s on and with his yellow jersey Mm -hmm. and him just smiling and just doing stupid stupid things on the basketball court. Like, (laughs) like, damn, those shoes look good. Like, the whole – 
it's like look good play good feel good type thing it's like look good play good feel good uh-huh. people think you look good like it changed my mind it's like watching him this past week it's like man and he's worn other colorways too it's like there's something right about that shoe if you're doing this like i'm interested mm-hmm. like they look better mm-hmm. um i can't see the logo from far away there's a lot of good stuff working there but um what <laughs> have your guys's thoughts changed on the curry eight um since seeing it in action yes um when i first saw it i was like did they really just throw this man out to the deep end and say hey good luck and just give him the worst designer because Seeing the shoe without, um, I guess, not being in action, I was like, this just looks weird. Not that it was bad, but just different. Mm-hmm. Now, it started growing to me as the season progressed. I started seeing him on, on foot, seeing him kind of, those pictures. I I, said, I can't remember the Instagram user. Is it J Squared who does the pictures of the athlete? I, I, I can't remember. So if I got the name wrong, I apologize. But someone's out there taking pictures of, like, the athletes and do, does a lot of curry training. And J-squared. he has the curries on in the white and gold. Yeah. J Squared. Okay, so I thought takes fantastic shots. He literally makes me want to buy the shoe. Like, I'm next shoe I like probably review is gonna be that one because his pictures along with watching Curry on court. I mean, I felt like a kid again. You know, when we were younger, we saw you know Jordan, we saw whoever wearing a particular shoe. We're like, dang, that's that's dope. That's the only place mm-hmm. we could see it. So I, I went back to being like a you know 10, 12 year old, and I'm like, dang it, Steph, you got me. Like, I want the white and gold colorway to sit around a finish line right now. It's working. How about you, Rowett? Are, are, have you drank any curry juice? That sounded really uh, bad. Uh, been like given, given my, uh, I guess, pedigree and my DNA, I'm always for more curry. But at the same time, the, I like the blue and white colorway more than I do the white and gold. And mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just the fact that the dominant color is more on the midsole and the topsole part of the shoe. But what I will say is this. The greatest thing Steph did was making Under Armour relevant, and I thought, okay, we've seen that already because he had his prime. Golden State got three championships on the back of or alongside Curry's work, but if he can make them relevant again while he has next to nothing as he's doing his John Wick impression across the league, (laughs) that might be the most impressive sneaker-related feat we'll see in all of the decade, and we're only one year into it, so to speak, so... I am definitely on the radar for more. I want to see how he continues to do it because this sadly might have to be the norm if he's to carry them to the playoffs. And I'm probably as big of a Steph Curry fan as possible. And I worry about him because he is putting it all out there. And I just worry, given his injury history, we might not see him if he continues to exert this type of attention. And if we don't see him, obviously we don't see the shoe because Damian Lee wearing that shoe doesn't hit the same way Steph Curry does. So that's, I'm cautiously optimistic, but yeah, we will all be preaching to that choir. Good job, Steph. You clearly knew what you were doing when you designed this ugly ass shoe and then proceeded to drop 62 and I think 30 on the next game. So well done. Yeah. Yeah. He got us. He yeah. That was good. <laughs> I was going for drinking the Kool-Aid and that came out awkwardly awful. So my bad. Um, no, it's all good. <laughs> Insert yeah, Kool-Aid. God damn it. <laughs> um drugs you're fine and um, listen i will always take a shameless plug for curry so i enjoy it so all good killer it's just funny it there's all a better. pair of curries uh medium curry dunks coming out and then like dunks have been the rage of everybody's dunks. i mean mike i'm not pointing fingers at you because it's, it's everybody oh no no a i million literally I think I just like Nike yeah, idea at this like, point. Man, <laughs> did we all revert back to our 14-year-old stages? 
I mean, my locker's full. I'm not buying any of it. <laughs> maybe I'm just a jaded old dude who just like doesn't care. I'm like, dude, I've messed around with like, I've owned so many dunks. I've messed around with Nike ID. Like, I'm not gonna give fanfare. Like, oh, the dunk is back, sick. Like, no, nah, man, it's like, it's been there. It's just like, um, ah, uh, was it? I forgot who it was. Somebody was asking. Um, oh, Soul Savvy posed the question of like, um, is the dunk is Nike trying to make like the dunk like the Jordan One and the Air Force One like just like a staple like everybody knows it. I'm like, what kind of what kind of stupid question right. is that? Yeah, I mean, I it's that. like that shoe's been like that shoe. St- we wouldn't be sitting here if it wasn't for the Tiffany Dunk and Pigeon Dunk. Like, there wouldn't be sneaker coverage right. if it wasn't for two. This those two alone, those two pairs of dunks. Like if it wasn't for the original, you know, um, the Mullers and the Reese Fort, like if if they weren't around, like there wouldn't be sneaker culture. So it's like, yeah. duh, they've already been there. But I'm just, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna exert the energy. Like I'm gonna buy this on, I'm gonna buy this on ID. I'm gonna buy this. I keep saying ID. I'm gonna buy this on Nike by you. No, say ID. We know what it is. They just tried to rebrand something we knew already made it worse. That's what like, happened. Uh, I mean, and I'm definitely the kind of person, and I'm going to say this last point and then pass over to you two. I'm the kind of person who, like, you can go make your own um, J-Dunk on Nike ID, but if you go and show me that shoe and you pull it out and it has the Nike ID box in it, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to think it's cool. I'm not going to say anything to you. I'm not going to clown you for owning a cool pair of shoes. <laughs> At the end of the day, they are a cool pair of shoes. Robbie has nothing bad to say about that. But don't approach me with a shoe like it's something, like, rare, like, Dude, you and eighty other do eighty other people at least had that exact same idea and own that exact same shoe. Yeah, throw, throw the box, the box away. Like, you're not fooling nobody. Like that shoe, be happy about it. I'm happy it's yours. I'm happy you love the colors. It looks great to my eyes. It's a great shoe too. But that's not like oh, this pair of dunks. Like no, those are a pair. Of, like <laughs> fuck, it's a pair of dunk. Like it's dunks. Period. Not dunk. Exclamation mark. I just I laugh because I think I just really got excited for something new to ID. I'm like, and I say new relatively because it's not new. Because what ten years ago I could idea dunk. Maybe not a whole ten years ago I could idea dunk in way better fashion. Like if you go right now, the best thing to ID is a Air Force One. They have fantastic options on there when they're not sold out. Like they mm-hmm. look awesome. I'm not gonna lie, like. It's one of those, I was influenced. I was, I saw so much crap on YouTube or not YouTube, but everywhere. I'm like, I'm going to go keep on. I'm sitting there at work where I should be like in a meeting or someone talking to me on Zoom. I'm like, mm-hmm, Nike ID. Made the same four shoes with like different, like barely different like accent colors because there's literally four colors to choose from. The toe box, you have to do the the mud garden, the toe box, the same color. It's. I want you to be excited. This was, they're going to sell out. They're gonna they're gonna actually sell out of this tomorrow, but it's it's yeah. it's garbage. I want you to be happy about it. I want everybody to be happy about it. But you want to Oh be happy. I just know what it is though. Like I know exactly what it is. They're capitalizing on the hype of it. Uh they're not giving you any way to replicate anything close to what there is. I mean, unless you want to get real fancy, try to do like a London dunk, all gray, suede, and so on and so forth. But there's there's you you can't replicate the the the, the cool thing. They gave you really yeah. crap colors. Uh the blocking sucks balls. So, I mean, for all those people who can't get a dunk, and I hope you can get one, I guess, on the 8th when they're, or 7th, whenever they're able to do it, 
I hope they're open up to enough people to get them so they can kind of, you know, scratch that monkey in their back. But we know it's not going to be the truth. It's going to be a minimal amount of IDs that suck. And, and that's what it is. I'm going to be a secret OG and I'm going to let the young kids have this if they want it. I will wait until yeah. hopefully there's a evolving iteration of the Nike Bayou Nike Dunk. But it's funny you guys talk about, you know, why don't you just talk about me? All I can think about is the bridesmaid quote where it's like, why can't you be happy for me and then go home and talk about me behind my back like a normal person? So, I'm with you, Robbie. Here, I was going to build these Jordan dunks and show you. And then when you would be like, oh, these are cool, Rowett, I would be like, damn it, Robbie, why can't you be happy for me? It's uh, everything you guys have said resonates with so many people online, whether it's through our Discord, whether it's through our Twitter and I am happy that people that may not have had the opportunity to buy these dunks get that. But mm-hmm. for me, there's nothing there to pull the trigger as of yet. So I'm not going to say that yeah. Nike got it horribly wrong because in a sense, they did get it horribly wrong. But I'm holding out hope that they see enough of, I wouldn't even call it a backlash, just a constructive criticism that has been consistent. That yeah. they realize, okay, let's if we're going to do this again... Let's now do this the proper way because the potential is there, but similar to what we were alluding to earlier with the LeBron matchup, sometimes I think they're just taking the piss at us and just trying to see, okay, how much are you willing to pay to get this shoe? Because we've been clamoring for dunks all the while. And then now all of a sudden they're back. And I don't know about you, but it almost feels like it's the McRibification of the Nike dunk. Like get them for a limited time, even though they're not what we used to give you, but I trust what Nike's doing. I don't necessarily agree with it, but hey, for all the young ones out there, get a dunk, relive that feeling you had when you were four or five and you made that bomb-ass finger painting that your mom hung up on the refrigerator. You can do that now with your dunks as well. So, The Shamrock Shake yeah, of let's Nike go Shamrock Shake. What, pick your favorite seasonal <laughs> fast food. Take your poison, literally. But I mean, what's so annoying is we have to be like, oh, I hope you can get a pair of dunks. When if you look, there's nine pairs of Dunk and SB Dunks releasing in January, not counting ambush stuff. So like just quote unquote traditional SBs and traditional Dunks, there's nine pairs in one month. And some are women's exclusives, so they're not all designed for the boys out there. But I'm going to try super hard to get these UNLV Dunks. Other people are going to try to get the white and black. I mean, me, myself included, the coastal blue. I'm going to try to get every single one of those dunks that I can just because I know it's like it's like Buffalo Bill's at the top of the well, and he's like keeps dangling the rope a little bit, and you think, you think he's going to let you grab it, but your hands have too much lotion on it, so it slips, and you're never getting out of that well. That's That's what it's like to be a dunk fan in dunk world nowadays. Astro World or Dunk World. Man. Thanks, Travis Scott. No, don't say Astro World because he's going to wear one of those dunks. Like the black and white one's supposed to be easy to get because a full family run of those. impossible because everybody's just going to buy them to make $30 on StockX off of it. It's freaking ridiculous. And it's like the UNLV dunks, yeah. they're low top. They initially came out high. There's like, I like, I talked about it with like the De La Souls. I like it when a high top is now a low or vice versa. They do it right. So it's like mm-hmm. that UNLV looks really clean and I'm going to have to like go through so much effort to not get it. And so that's what it comes down to. And it's just like, dunks are oh, annoying. It's like, they're, they're fun. They're go customize a pair, but 
but you shouldn't have to be like fearful of like, oh, am I going to have fast enough internet fingers on uh, Nike by you tomorrow morning to to check out before all the bots make? I don't even know. Like, how does a bot make a freaking yeah. bots make shoes now? No, but thing is, you just make them ahead of time because you just save them. And I think you just have to tell your bot to, I, I, again, I have never used a bot. I'm just assuming you pre, pre-make them. And when it goes live, it just clicks on every yeah, pair that you've made. It's just like the facts. Okay, cool. Try to make the dunk like the Jordan 1 and the Air Force 1. The difference is you can go buy the is. Air Force 1 in 10 different variants right now. And you can go buy a pair of Jordan 1s in three different variants right now. Four, five, there's way more than three. But yeah. like the dunk, until the dunk is accessible, and it's like the most needless inaccessibility. It's, it's, no. I'm waiting until they're in Paxson again. Or not Paxson, in Journeys. That's when I'm going to start buying them again. When everyone hates them, they're back at Ross. Uh, I'll be on that train again. I'm really uh, uh, contrarian. It's American so, Greed. Like, the Nike Dunk is just like your example of American Greed. Like, I'm just going to buy these so no one else can have them so I can make so I can make $4 after fees. Like, cool, bro. <laughs> Four whole Go dollars. Take a bubble gum. Don't hurt yourself. I'm like, damn. Man, how much do you think <laughs> bubble gum costs? This From is example, fascinating to me. You you know the the car, the car uh, cup holder setup. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, that's true. yeah. Oh, you got the hundred piece. You fancy. Yeah, it's, I just sounds, I just don't want to get packed. those again, so to speak. <laughs> when it comes to buying these, dunks. and yeah, I, please do right by us, Nike. We don't ask for much, even though we do ask a lot. But oh yeah, I guess we kind of do, but. I don't get anything, so give me one. Like I'm just asking for one or two victories this year. I'm sharing your stupid post like a jackass on my Twitter, just advertising for you for free. So just Some help me out. People want it all. I don't want nothing at all except some damn dunks. Man. <laughs> which Sing it, which pair hit the of, hits. of the Januarys? We got some Chinese New Year. SBs, the UNLVs, Pacific Blues, uh, Coast, Coast Blues. Pacific Blue. Me. That, that's when you like. UN, yeah. UCLA, Pacific Blue, whatever you call it. I mean, it just looks good. Just simple. That's all it is. The white and blue shoe. Simplistic. Yep. I mean, I'll go with the white and black. Really get it for $85. I, I can see you rocking the white and black. I'm basic as hell. Uh, that's the San Antonio Spurs in me, I guess, if you will. Um, you could do a really cool, do hey, like a '90s off. throwback center court like swoosh custom. Yeah, that'd be sick. You could do the cardinal sin of mixing and matching because I think those shoes would go great with the kung fu panda sweatshirt. Hey, man, do it! I ain't mad at you. I'm the I'm the last person to tell you not to you do that. Be, no, um, certain things must be upheld. Come on, guys, we have a Patreon now. You know how, like, <laughs> We're James professionals. Steph Curry and. Uh, Various other people who have like Nike logos on their clothing. There was the socks are conveniently rolled down where it has the swoosh. This all oh, that's all you gotta yes, do. This put weird tape around the panda. Yeah. You have to do all this masking tape. It's a work in progress. I'm not covering anything. It's just it's a work in progress. My sweatshirt. Yep. No, no, the black and white dunks would look sick with the Stussy Nike shirts they came out with last mm-hmm. week, which I want to buy, but I just can't justify a fifty dollar t shirt. Hard for me. Yeah, dude. Now we had a exactly we had a Patreon See? member trying to uh, 
I think I believe it was Biff. He was arguing with me that like buying expensive t-shirts isn't dumb. And I was like, I'm on team. You can find a, a really cool t-shirt from Goodwill. That's like, I found a Beavis and Butthead. I wore it a couple episodes ago. Beavis and Butthead Stussy shirt for like $8. That was never, I think, a, no, it was barely worn. There was not original tags on it. But it's like, there's no reason to spend that much. T-shirts are dumb. And it's like, well, shoes are expensive too. I'm like, well, these shoes protect my feet and they're made of like plastic and air. Yeah, they don't they shrink. shrink. They don't, I mean, they rip. But they don't rip like that. They don't go out of style like that. I mean, yeah. shoes do go out of style, but it's like, miss me with any. I haven't bought a t-shirt in over a year and a half. I'm, I'm almost going on two years of not buying a t-shirt. So there, there's no amount of money you can give me. Target. To, I mean, it's it's dumb. I am the legend a... of shirtless Robbie Gardner. Every bro. podcast. <laughs> the Peloton Don. <laughs> Chippendale's music. We're the getting Peloton this on. Uh, so. Let's end the episode on a yes or no question. Um, the Volt Gold Air Jordan One is, is that a yes or a no? That's a no for me, dog. Thank you, Randy. I second that. I don't understand the hype behind it. I, I just, I know like uh, everyone's kind of like freaking out over like, oh, the tongue's backwards. The tongue. I'm like, all right, like. It does nothing for me. The shoe does absolutely nothing for me. This looks like one in 2000, you know, 15 that would be sitting on shelves I can get for 79 bucks two months down the line. Very true. What about you, Robbie? And very true. I like them. I don't, I don't get what it, the hype is about either. It's a good-looking shoe. Like, that's the same situation as the ID dunks, right? Like, if I come over to your house and you're like, oh, Robbie, you got these Jordan 1s, and you're going to pull those out, I'm going to be super happy for you that you have them. <laughs> And I'm happy that you're that happy about it. But like, why? I mean, not not why is why did you buy this? But like, why is this a shoe that people are so excited about? It's good. It has the black toe. I'll tell you why. It has the black toe color blocking. That's it. Is that it? Um, and okay. it just looks good. Like if if it was a shoe, not even on sale. If it's a shoe, I I do this a lot. Did this with the up tempos earlier this week. I did this with many shoes. If I'm just sitting there on a Tuesday board. I'll spend money. Like that's that's the sad thing about that's the sad thing I'll about do it. Catch me at ten thirty in the morning after a bowl of cereal on a Tuesday or Wednesday, and your Jordan One is sitting there. I would have had two, three days after release on sneakers to think about. Ah, oh, I wish I would have pulled that trigger, or ah, uh, you know, like if I had time to like formulate an opinion instead of I need to push buy this right now or I'm not going to have them. Like if I could have that mentality shift, which where it's not going to happen due to consumerism and greed. I'll go and buy a shoe that just looks good to me on a Tuesday, like that Jordan one. I'm like, I like the way it looks now. I don't want to feel pressured to having to pull a trigger and wake up early on Saturday to buy it. It's not worth it to me. I, yeah. If there's no pressure, if I can walk into like my local mall and see, Oh, it's sitting here. I would probably buy it. But I think it's just all of the, the hoopla about it. Like I'm looking at it. One thing I say I don't like is that, if you're going to go with that cell midsole, make the leather cell. Don't make it pure white. That bothers the living mess out of me. I don't understand why. Maybe it's just I, I like things matching a certain way, but I hate that contrast. It's like, oh, look, I got this brand new shoe with this old crusty outsole like or midsole. Like, mm -hmm. Let's make a match. Yeah, it's, it's too mismatched, like you were saying, Mike. And I don't know. I tend to adhere to the rule of, okay, if it's an OG colorway, that's what I'll consider. But 
I guess being devil's advocate as well, if I get a distinct biohack feel from this where six months down the line, I see enough people wearing it and I'm like, damn, I should have probably stuck up for this shoe a little bit more by buying it. But nah, I don't know. In this particular moment, they're far more important shoes to consider. Neutral gray Jordan 1s. I'm going to take that loss hard, but that's the one I'm after this year. So I'll give you two real life examples. The the wheat Jordan 1 high, like the all wheat boots. And the turbo greens, and I think, and my blue, the greats, all three of those I got. I was not excited for any one of the three uh, upon release day, but I got all three of those on like a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. <laughs> and I love them. Uh, all three shoes. I'm like, damn, I'm happy I pulled that trigger. So we shouldn't have to have buyer's remorse over just a good looking shoe. So. Go yeah. go to your local go to your shoe palace go to your um go to your uh, any local places <laughs> any, any anywhere StockX just go buy, go buy them anywhere but there uh, we're not mm-hmm. getting that sponsorship money and that's okay with me um, but yeah I don't want dirty money that blood money, money. blood diamonds <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's it man anything I don't have anything else anything from you two before we wrap up nah it's been fun hey, Nick. nah. Hey, 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 Nick. hey, girl, hey. <laughs> You're editing this later. Just realize we miss you, bud. There you go. Well, it's been fun. It's Dessert. been uh, it's been a good hour. We're hitting the exact hour mark, which is that sweet spot. Appreciate everybody wow. listening. Make sure you go like and subscribe to this channel. If you're listening on the audio format, make sure you go leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. If you're on Spotify, we just appreciate you, et cetera, et cetera. But I'm Robbie. Above everything else, make sure you're following at Sneaker History. There you can find links to like our Discord and Patreon, all that fun stuff. Um, right now, they're probably um, not those kind of links. We have more important links on there right now. But anywho, how can they find you yeah. too? Yeah, find me on Instagram and Twitter at MadWatcher789, YouTube at Mike Guillory, and Roet. Where you I'm at, at Rohizi on Twitter and on Instagram. I'm rowitm13. Boost Mobile, where are you at? Ludacris, you know where I am. All right. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> Thanks for listening and have a good rest of your day. Bye. See ya. Hey, y'all. Nick Ingvall here. Before you take off, I want to thank you for listening to the Sneaker History Podcast. It really means a lot that you would spend a portion of your week hanging with us. And if there are any ways that we can improve the podcast for you, please leave us a review on iTunes. If you're looking for more content from the Sneaker History crew, head over to patreon.com slash sneakerhistory and join us for as little as five bucks a month. That also gets you access to our Discord group, which is a lot of fun. Also, make sure you're subscribed to our YouTube channel. We just started uploading our videos there now, so you can watch the video version of the pod and a lot more. Last but not least, tell someone you like their kicks today. It's a small gesture that can go a really long way to making somebody's day a little bit better. Thanks again, and we'll catch you on the next one. Peace. Hey, hey, Nick here again. Before you take off, I want to thank you for listening to the Sneaker History Podcast. Be sure to hop into our Discord to answer this episode's The Last Shot question and get to know our community of sneaker enthusiasts. If you'd like more insights on the trending topics in the sneaker world, I've also recently started a newsletter to share my knowledge from nearly two decades of experience working in the footwear industry. You can find the link to that below or go to sneakerhistory.com newsletter. 
And last but not least, tell someone you like their kicks today. You never know how far a simple compliment can take you, and we all know how good it feels to be on the receiving end of some appreciation. Thank you for all the support, and we will catch you on the next episode. Peace.